All right, we're live. What's up, everybody? Good morning and happy Valentine's Day. Welcome to another episode of Ricardo Sturdivant's Tuesday Feels, live on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network. So good morning, artists, collectors, and the curious. We're happy to have you guys here. And to all of our friends who are joining for the first time, um, thank you. If you guys are looking for the link to join, you can go to reinventingthetattoo.com. Scroll down to the bottom to our calendar, and you'll see the Zoom link right there. Also, anybody new here, um, let us know where you're watching from in the comments on our YouTube or Facebook channel, and we'd love to know where you're beaming in from. Also tag a friend who loves tattoos and would like to contribute to today's show. Beyond live shows like this, you guys can watch all of our Reinventing Network shows, art jams, drawing groups, interviews, panels, and webinars on our YouTube channel and website, as well as our Roku channel. Our Roku channel is streaming out 24-7. To find it, you can go on your Roku device, search for Reinventing the Tattoo, and you'll see all of our content right there. We also have several weekly shows and drawing groups that are happening almost every day. If you're watching, watching you're welcome to tune in or join on the Zoom calls with us in these drawing groups. Also, if you guys are here to watch, um, YouTube reminders are easy to set up on our channel and we have a lot of our upcoming events already listed. Otherwise, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern is Skill Building Sundays led by Jason Easter. Monday mornings start early at 9 a.m. Eastern with Drawing for Tattooers led by James Wisdom. Later on is a Tattoo Weekly, followed by at 5 p.m. Robbie Rapoles, let's talk about feelings. Monday evenings are educational and it's art night in across the world actually for the Reinventing Evolution class. This uh, evolution trimester closes today. So if you'd be interested in signing up, go to our website for more information. Also Tuesdays right here, we've had Ricardo Sturdivant's um, Tuesday Feels. Wednesdays at noon is our Tattoo Now Business Roundtable. The information about that can be found at TattooNowBusinessRoundtable.com, um, followed by our, uh, on Thursday nights, 6 p.m., the Tattoo Collecting 101 out of True Tattoo Supplies. Before we kick off the show, we want to say thank you to our sponsors for helping us provide all of this content to you guys for free. We've got World Tattoo Events at WorldTattooEvents.com, providing the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events in the world. Also, thank you to Tattoo Now. Um, thank you to Gabe, specifically for providing technology, organization, and overall management for tattooers and studios for decades. Thank you to Fireside Tattoo, The Apprenticeship Diaries, and EcoFriendlyTattooSupplies.com. In closing, I want to also say thank you to Guy Aitchison, the founder and inspiration behind Reinventing the Tattoo. His biomech encyclopedia, DVDs, machines, paintings, and more can be found on his website at GuyAitchison.com. All right, let's go ahead and bring everybody in. We've got Medusa and Ricardo here today. Good morning, well. guys. Top of the morning. Hello, hello. Do you guys want to run around Medusa and introduce yourself for anybody new? Um, no. <laughs> Hi, Medusa. Slave. Three S's. Hi, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Medusa. I, uh, I uh, do tattoos. And um, you can find me on Instagram at Medusa Slays with three S's at the end or on the regular web pages, www.medusaslays.com. <laughs> and Ricardo, obviously we all know you, but how about a cool introduction? Hello, everybody. My name is Ricardo Sertavant. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Um, I do tattoos as well. Uh, I've been tattooing since 1998. Uh, I've been doing these shows for a little over a year now, um, and it's been 
quite the honor to be on here in front of everybody and all the positive feedback and messages that I get from you guys has been uh, astounding and pretty uh, humbling sometimes too, you know what I mean? To like feel that kind of energy from you guys back. So I appreciate it very much. Um, I like to paint quite a bit. I like to paint. Sometimes I like painting more than I do tattooing, but then I think about every time I sit down and do the tattoo, I go, what am I thinking? I love tattooing way more than I do painting. And then I sit down to paint and I'm like, oh, wait, I like painting more than I do tattooing. It's just a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? Do you guys ever feel like that? No, not me in particular, but um, <laughs> Ricardo, do you want me to show off some of the stuff you've been working on lately? Yeah, sure. Sure. Same with you. Um, uh, Medusa also, I, I could be mistaken, but behind your shoulder is, is that something that you just posted on Instagram that you were working on? I watched you make that, if I'm not I mistaken. did. Let's check it out. You should show it. Yeah. Uh, I made a shadow box. Um, I tried to record all of the steps in the... Oh, hey, look, you can see your reflection. That's my reflection. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's okay. I don't want to see myself in the frame. Okay, so here, I'm trying to show it without a reflection. Um, but it's a shadow box. We got a couple of flowers that I painted and a boom box and some fake leaves from the Dollar Tree. And I origami some kites. And uh, they are all in there in layers. And I painted a nice uh, purple indigo peach ombre, uh, ombre background with uh, um, prompt words, actually, that Dusty gave me. Uh, Dusty from the Monday show. Let's talk about feelings with Robbie and Dusty. Um, yeah, he told me hip hop flowers and kite. And I was like, the fuck are those going to like, how am I going to make those a thing? And then I did that. It was just supposed to be a sketch. And then I got uh, carried away. So you got the inspiration from Robbie telling you, or he gave you like words to Dusty. use for an art piece? Dusty did. Okay. Yeah, Dusty. Dusty is the co-host. Oh, okay. I see. Um, and uh, yeah, Dusty texted me hip-hop flowers and kite that's pretty radical actually, yeah i was kind of angry about those prompt words because like how am i gonna put them together and then i got <laughs> a little carried away because i always get a little carried away and i took it too far again and... i'm gonna do what everybody thinks i'm gonna do <laughs> freak out man <laughs> and i freaked out <laughs> <laughs> and then i made a shadow box out of it that's pretty cool though I didn't see uh, the one where you kind of started. I don't know if that was just on your story, but that was pretty cool too. Where you uh, like, I just saw the first brushstrokes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was just on my story and it is expired now. Um, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> here, let me show I, some. Go ahead. Oh, I uh, actually um, was trying to record the whole process and how I like put it all together. Um, it did not end up very well well because I'm not great at recording and a lot of the time I didn't realize I wasn't even on camera because I was like tinkering with it like three centimeters away from my face <laughs> not realizing the camera is like supposed to be over my desk I'm just like oh yeah move it over there um but I might make a time-lapse YouTube video of the construction of that and um that'd be cool as I make shadow boxes and figure them out I kind of 
want to you know share that uh, well honestly that type of stuff in projects even something for like my daughter I showed her she was just super inspired Sweet. <laughs> yeah but yeah. Ricardo I was going to show off some of your work too because yeah we haven't let in a while. I'm going to close my eyes while you guys look at it okay stop <laughs> is there any piece that stands out that you've been working on lately uh well the most recent one was the Zeus up there in the top left corner um that one's been pretty fun um, I think that's a tile, so you can kind of shift over to the other photos too, um, like the other portions of the arm. Yep, there you go. Mm -hmm. uh, You're this apparently thing, a smooth operator, according a to smooth operator. <laughs> <laughs> according to Steve McClintock, is that who did it? Yeah. Yeah, that's my buddy that works with me. He's he's hilarious. We've we've gone back quite a while. I've, I met him in 2001, and uh, we just clicked. You know what I mean? He's been we've been working alongside each other for a small window that we weren't working around each other where I started my own shop but um he's a great dude oh yeah that's a fun one <clears throat> this definitely has your um name written all over it yeah that's what the yeah. latin means right ricardo started on <laughs> <laughs> no just the way that it it is the way that it flows I can definitely tell that that's your style oh thank you very much I appreciate that I knew that when I saw it as well thank you yeah, that one was fun. You know, we started that one uh, in on New Year's Day, I think, 2000. Oh, wait, 2020. 2020, yeah. So it took them a little while to kind of come in. I love all the detail on the back of the skull and stuff like that, too, and then the rose. Yeah, for sure. That's um, really nice. Thank you. Yeah. I do a lot of black and gray work. I love it. There's just something so calming about it, you know what I mean? Um, color before I started joining the reinventing has always been kind of daunting and a little intimidating to me. But I think once I started uh, learning the vocabulary to use whenever the application comes to to play, it it um, helped out quite a bit. Nice. Yeah, that one's fun. Yep, that one was fun. I actually started that one when I was filling in for Jason Leeser one day, and uh, I was drawing. And I think you and I were talking. Actually, it was at the old shop, Lauren and. Mm -hmm guy jumped in he's like where he's like where's jason i was like um and i was like one of the first <laughs> conversations i actually had one-on-one -on -one with a guy like that you know what i mean so i was like uh i'm sorry should i not be here <laughs> but I yeah that, one, that. Yep, that was a fun one that one's charcoal on uh white paper okay um, I, re I really love that one a lot and i think i want to kind of uh that one actually got sold recently too i was just about to say is it still up for grabs nope somebody bought it and um, I still have to get it to them, but I still haven't got the money for it yet either, though. So it's just my fault, Ooh. procrastination on my part. Um, let's see. Yeah, there's some drawings that I did. Those are pretty fun. I, I've been on this girl head kick lately and uh, trying to kind of change it up a little bit. Um, and trying to think. Of... Go ahead. I saw the girl head you drew uh, with Bruno. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you actually see the, the real drawing? Yeah. Yeah. He displays yeah. it in a shop. That's radical, man. Really? That's so yeah. Cool. It's, it's really nice. Thank you very much. Yeah. That swallow was really fun too on that dude's trap. Um, that was a fun one. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can show off some art too. It's not mine, but um, yeah. if you guys watch Reinventing at all, you can see Kyle. So I want to say thanks to Kyle for sending these up. I'll spotlight it so we can show off his little 
Seems. Oh yeah, look at that. Man, he's come such a long way, hasn't he? Yeah, his texture. Kyle B. Kyle B. Okay, because oh. I was like, there's a couple of Kyles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle B. Did that? Oh yeah. What the fuck? He's making us look. <laughs> Kyle, quit making me look bad. All right, there's yeah. <laughs> that one, and I will put it. You know, I put it up in my. Nice. That's awesome. Oh, dude, yeah, he's he's progressing at a exponential rate. rate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's oh. it's impressive. Look at that fucking ah, oh, that shading. Excuse my language. I don't know how he's doing it now. This is one of ten. This one's one of ten. Wow. So um, I actually saw him put some prints up on his story, and I asked for some of those. So if anybody's watching. Let me just pull up Kyle's stuff because he's come such a far ways, you know, since he started working through with reinventing. It's awesome. I actually have an original Kyle painting too. Really? Yeah. Do you it's have it close? Little... Yeah, I do. I want to. You go should grab, grab it while I'm, I'm showing off the page. Grab my glasses too. Okay, I'm going to show off some of Kyle's work, and he's uh, referred to as the intern, we'll say. And he's been working directly with both Gabe and Guy, and Sandy, and the evolution curriculum. So this has been pretty cool. Um, I snagged this one and that one. Yeah, I'll say for sure that if, if there's any kind of, um, if there's any kind of like, let's see, what's the right way to say it? If there's any kind of proof that this kind of curriculum and, and like these these attending these these uh, classes and stuff like that on Monday nights, especially, it, it can improve somebody. That's definitely some of the proof positive right there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like he, yeah. Yeah, that's really fun. I like that one a lot. The color in it is great. Is that is are these are these prints of oil paintings he's doing or? Yep. Man, that's so cool, dude. I gotta tell you, he's impressed the hell out of me. Just just not only on his progression, but also like the fact that the adventure that he's taken, just moving from one side of the country to another to kind of pursue this. Oh and, yeah jump in it like head first you know what i mean it's so awesome yeah that yeah, one yeah. i can't look at for very long <laughs> yeah there he is hey kyle hey oh, kyle <laughs> it's yeah. it's cool it is really nice i love the um the evolution curriculum where everybody kind of goes through together so mm -hmm. you know every tuesday or whatever day of the week it is we tend to see a lot of artwork pumped out on, over the internet <laughs> well we have a special guest in the house the special guest who invited me into his booth in Philadelphia Tattoo Convention in his home hey, city. Hey. His name is Jason Leeser. The man, the I myth. Am not special. I am not special. Not that type of special, but you're wonderful. No. I'm just, I'm here. just a human being. Well, I'm glad to have you here. I haven't seen you in a few weeks. Um, yeah. What's been going on in your world? A lot. Tattoos. <laughs> uh, so Painting. I've been. I've been absolutely drawing my ass off. I've had a whole bunch of computer problems. That was an absolute nightmare. Finally got that all situated as of like last week. All of the bugs got ironed out, everything. I blessed it with some whiskey, did a few <laughs> sacrifices, you know, uh, made a Reddit post that made it happy. So everything's going better with that now, thankfully. 
because um, otherwise that would have not been very the downside to that is that I've had to spend like the past two weeks literally going back through and redoing all of the color correction for all of the jobs and all of the stuff that I've had to do since it started to die on me, which was shortly after my trip to Illinois. Oh, man. Yeah. You caught a virus. You caught the Illinois virus. I did. It was the normal virus. I was just about yeah. to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, actually, you know what? You brought up something that I meant that I just thought of. Remember, it's been a year. Remember last year's New Year's resolution? Now, let's just follow up and say, did you actually, you said you wanted to, analog, you wanted to be Mr. Analog. How did that pan out for you? I wanted to work and create more analog art. That was my goal. Yep. And I've I've done that by cutting down the size of the paintings that I was doing. I've actually produced far more like original artwork this year than I think I have in the past few years put together. Wow. Um, So a successful resolution. I, I would say so. I mean, I still have oil paintings that need their final varnish. Um, before those I can call done, but I mean, all of the painting portion of it is done. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's something that as time progresses, you know, you set these goals and the trick then becomes, okay, what do I need to change in my world in order to accomplish this? Right. And that's, that's a key thing. Because if you're not willing to change anything in your world, and if you're not willing to change anything in your life or in your routine or in your habits or with how much water you drink, then you're never going to achieve those goals. Change has to be made somewhere, right? So I made, I made that resolution and that sparked a change. And I said, okay, what do I need to do to accomplish this? I can continue working at a larger scale, which is going to take me exponentially more time, right? And I had that down where I think it was something like 11 by 14 would take me something like a month, maybe six weeks to complete. Well, I started really cutting down the size and working a lot smaller. And that's when you start to see things like that machine painting that I did, right? Great. I knocked that thing out in like three weeks. I think it was like three like web sessions. Um, you know, I did a couple other smaller guys, the the hammerhead, right? Knock that out in like a month, tops. And that's smaller. You know, but it's a full page. So to me, it counts. So it's like, okay, well, I know that if working at this size takes me this long, if I work at this size, it'll take me this long. So that's what I was able to change up in order to accomplish that goal. Now, I still sketch a lot digitally, um, and I have been creating a few digital works here and there. I just posted one up this morning. I saw Uh, that. Yeah. Um, You know, just for Valentine's Day, it was a quick little sketch thing that I came up with yesterday. I was like, oh, shit, Valentine's Day. Yeah, let me. Lovers in love. love. (laughs) Uh, Look at that. Yeah. There you go, buddy. So just kind of sketched it out real quick. I wanted this like old, like love letter, you know, like being struck by Cupid's arrow or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was a crazy concept, really liked it. So I was like, all right, let's see how I can do this, right? Sat down, took a little bit of time, knocked it out yesterday. And I was like, oh wait, you can schedule things to post? 
Yes. Yes. I heard about that. So I, I set it to schedule, basically just trying this out just to see if, how it worked. And I said, okay, cool. Schedule for, you know, 9.30, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning for Valentine's Day. And it worked. So I was happy. Talk about using your time wisely, huh? Oh, gosh. Uh, The future is here, you guys. Medusa can probably attest to that. But Gabe has been working on some incredible software management tools for the last year now. And um, it's scheduling posts. is like the tip, the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg. Wow. So, um, yeah, if anybody's interested in that, we do business roundtables every Wednesday. That's been incredibly educational on how to how to do these things and what things are, what software is what, and um, how to make your life more automated, I guess, but still, you know, still organic. Do it so. sounds like it's a, a time saver. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to circle back real quick and show you guys the painting that I got from Kyle. Oh, nice. I was a hoping while, you would. A while ago. Are we showing off of are we showing off our yeah. Kyle B paintings? Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he sent me this uh, a while ago. So that is really cool. It's not one of his more recent pieces. I really like getting some of his earlier stuff. I, I think like this that. was like pretty shortly after he um, moved to across the state. Yeah. Um, so I got I got an early work. Heck yeah. What do you have, Heck Jason? I've got that wow. guy. Nice. That's awesome. Hell yeah. 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 Zooming out, I've got uh one of Bruno's over here. Wow, oh, I love Bruno's that's, work. That's also yeah. one of my favorites. I uh actually I, I'm trying to get a print of that same thing from him. You know, Bruno's on uh in the chat right now. I, it's just kind of funny. He says, impressive Kyle. Good morning, guys. Hey Bruno. Good morning, Bruno. You should log in. Prince, prints of this guy, I believe, will be available shortly. Okay. Nice, bro. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've got a couple other really cool stuff, like a painted saw by Elaine Narowski. Oh, I, that she's been doing so well. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of these guys from you know who. <laughs> the man himself. That guy straight off of Craig Driscoll. That was a that was a cool find. Yep. Yeah, that a little collab, cool. little collaborative painting, and then uh, got this guy over here. Oh yeah, it's from Kira, right? Yeah. I was ah, I was just about to say that looks like a care piece, but I don't want to be presumptuous. So <laughs> yes. Thanks for showing, Jason. Oh, I, I got other original stuff, too. Like, I got this guy from Chris Dunn. Yeah, I uh, saw those on your Instagram. Didn't you get two of them? Yep. So that's the one. Uh, the other one is back here. These are all just stacked up for now. I haven't figured out where I want to put them just yet. Um, I've got some other cool stuff, too. Uh I mean, if we're going through the whole collection, I've got an original Bill Canales dragon scroll painting. When'd you get that? 
Uh, got that over quarantine. Okay. That's radical, man. Uh, let me grab my cardboard tube real quick and I'll pull that out. Hold on a second. Um, I've got a whole bunch of other stuff that has yet to be framed because it's so monstrous. While you're looking for that, anybody watching, uh, Wit, Bruno, feel free to go to the website and get our Zoom link so you can hop on and show maybe some of what you guys have. I'll show you guys what I'm working on while Jason's doing that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, last week, I or the week before, I'm sorry, I started a deer head painting. I didn't like it, so I'm kind of redoing it. Nice. Do like a little landscape thing. But you can see the background where the deer head used to be, the antlers and stuff like that. I just kind of gessoed over the whole thing. And I made the, I, I've been using, um, what I really like with like acrylic paintings, especially, or is that the, um, what is it? The gesso, the textured gesso, gesso. Have you guys ever used that before? You know what I'm talking about? It's, um, you can lay it on real thick and heavy and you can see like all the strokes and stuff like that, that you lay down with the brush. And it's awesome. Cause it kind of picks up some of the paints and stuff like that. And there'll have be like a dynamic kind of light to it. You know what I mean? It's really fun. All right, guys, I'm back. Look at that thing. Wow. Man, that's killer. So this is one of two uh, exclusive <laughs> dragon paintings. Uh, this one's a print, uh, but it's one of two exclusive prints that were available at the Explorer Tattoo Conference in Philadelphia. And this dude, thing is that's huge. Amazing. That's amazing. I think dude, it's like 20 by 40. Ooh. Do you have a plan for it? Uh, I'd like to hang it up and frame it eventually. Yeah, of course. Uh, but as of right now, it's sitting in a cardboard tube because I don't want anything to happen to it. Man, look at that, dude. This is uh, the second one. How'd you, know that, how'd you know that he had that? I ran into him on the first day of the show, went over, talked to him, shook his hand, reintroduced myself because the first time I met him was at the London Tattoo Convention in 2016, I believe. Uh, maybe it was 2017. Okay. But uh, I met him there and I just wanted to reintroduce myself and um, he was actually getting ready and putting these out and I said, well, hey, listen, this might be a little awkward, but can I buy two, one of each of these off of you now? Because I know they're going to sell like hotcakes. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure. You know, they're, I think he sold them for like 200 bucks each. He only had five of each with him. Uh, wow. He didn't think any of them were going to sell. And he sold out by the end of the first night. So, um, and it was crazy because, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, yeah, mine's, mine's already kind of set aside. I don't really have to worry about it. Thank God. Um, and then I've got one more big guy from Fibs, which is like another I'm thing. Showing, Jason, I'm showing some of Bill's uh, work real quick while you get that out. Bill is a guy that I look up to so much, strictly based off of his work ethic. 
He is an absolute machine. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that literally works a straight eight hours a day every day that he tattoos? That's Bill Canales. He is an absolute legend. Look how strong all that contrast is, man. It's killer. It's so packed. The line work is flawless. Look at that thing, man. That's awesome. Ugh. Yeah. So cool. yeah, he's also known as the Dragon King yeah. because he's spent the past 40 years perfecting uh, Asian-style dragons. Dude, those finger rolls are awesome. Man, that's awesome. Look at that. Can you zoom in on the on the shading on the back? Just like on the back of the tiger. All that gray shading? Yeah, like I, I want to point that out. Like even the top right shoulder, like look how smooth all the, that gradient is and how controlled that tonal value is throughout the whole piece. Like you can see how it graduates from the right side of the tiger spine into that lighter shade towards the left-hand side, towards the face and stuff like that. And it's a little bit more dense or a little bit darker on the right side of the tiger itself. And it transitions into that light tone, just allowing the line work for the whiskers and all the little hair to kind of just pop, pop right out. But like, and even in those ISO bars in the background, like look how smooth and solid all of it is from point A to point B and into that skin gap. And I'm almost positive that is entirely gray wash and not the color gray. Right, right. But I, I do think that some of these, he might, I don't know if this is the case with his or not, but it does look like a lot of times some people will, you know, mix their own disperses and stuff like that and like add right. a little bit of white to it too. Just a little bit of white to them. So when it does heal, it has that silky kind of look to it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's killer. Oh, look at that, man. That's so yeah. crazy, dude. I was just thinking about trying to do a uh, black canvas painting with white line work. That's awesome. So, and this is the only one you will ever see of these. This was actually a misprint by the printer. Um, uh, I've got like a little salt shaker holding it down there. But this was actually an off misprint as far as the color scheme is concerned. Uh-huh. And they only ran one off and he's like, yeah, I'll take it. And I'll see if someone wants to buy it anyway. And I was like, that's the only one of these. It's mine. Yeah. I was like, don't sell it to anyone else. It's mine. Here's money for it. You know, right off the bat. Man, that's so awesome. dude. That is really cool, Jason. Yeah. That looks I great. I would not want to be the printer that actually did this, though, because that would take like an entire cartridge to print. Yeah, because you don't do it on black paper, do you? No. Yeah, you don't lay white ink on top of black. That's like black laid onto it. I mean, so, it is white paper if you look at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like he was actually printing on black paper. There are certain printers that can print with opaque white. Yeah. Um, and they literally buy a roll of black paper and they'll print right on top of it and it'll look great. But this was actually like a full ink cartridge. Well, I, I don't think it was a full cartridge, but still. I mean, everything from like his varied line weights and line tones, how you've got the subtle grays next to the very bright whites, and how everything's just got a very subtle hue to it, you know, except for the areas that he wants to be super, super bright white. 
Yeah. It's impressive, man. Perfectly formulated for a full back piece, too, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's incredible, Jason. Nice yeah, I, I've got tons of other artwork just laying around here in a pile somewhere. I have to find it. Um, you know, I've got some some originals from. Uh, uh, let me see where I put that. I just got uh, this guy. It's a bit smaller from another one of my favorite artists. Cool. She always sends these as postcards uh, as gifts right around uh, the holidays. I wonder who that is. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder who it could be. Go ahead, producer. Smile and wave. <laughs> so that's actually one of two that I have from her. Um, that is really cool. That is super awesome, Medusa, and really nice of you. Yeah, yeah. Totally did not expect it, but could not have been happier for sure. But yeah, that's that's just some of the artwork that I have laying around that I need to get framed. I've got actually I've got stacks of it literally sitting around my house. I have a lot of things I need to frame too. Actually, um guide sent a couple things. Jason sent some awesome stuff that I'm excited about too. I actually am really glad you brought up the postcard thing because as I was making my protein shake this morning, um, with, uh, I was thinking about my postcards and starting to get a little upset because I've sent so many out and I haven't heard anything about them being received. And I've just been like, did they get lost? How did all of my postcards get lost in the mail? Hey, if that That's ever happens, I could help you with them. I do a lot of logistics. If you just sent like a stack, I could distribute for you and make I sure. I sent you a postcard. Did you I get never... it? No. It was like three weeks ago. I just got yours in the mail the other day. I sent that out like two weeks ago. It just came in. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. So mail is being you... slow. It, it really is. And if it makes you feel any better, man, I had ordered some uh, needle cartridges from a company and uh, it took them three weeks to get it to me. Eee, that that's not good no Unless it isn't i'm out of the country yeah no it, it isn't good and i was just like man what the hell is going on speaking of cartridges i'm um working with mark at needle jake so that's awesome nice um they have actually i don't know if it's going on still maybe they had a huge needle sale that was going on through january oh wow okay yep what's the website you want to plug the website for us oh absolutely i'll pull it up you guys familiar with mark obviously i know medusa me and jason wait yep we were all at the needle jig meetup which is cool uh-huh and we learned he has this seminar called what's the point which is really cool because i personally really like mark and i have for a long time because he's such an innovator and he's so honest and straightforward with what he's saying and you guys all know about that round mag theory that from the 90s yeah yeah I, I have, believe it or not, I have that entire round magnum theory copy and pasted from the website about 15 years ago that I copy and pasted into a Word document and have it saved on a flash drive that I have titled like tattoo knowledge or whatever. Yeah. And it's like all of the different stuff that I've 
I've read and researched and like learned about back when I was in college. And that was many moons ago. So flash so, drive? Do you have a save it on a flash drive or a floppy drive? <laughs> uh, flash drive. So, I could probably um, put it on a three and a half for you though, if you want me to. Nice. There are several people watching. Um, you'd probably be better than me to explain. So what's the round magnum theory, even though it's kind of obvious? So the round magnum theory basically goes through and dictates that the skin is elastic, which I would hope by now we all kind of know that. It stretches. This means that if you're going to use a magnum, a straight magnum, right? If you're going to use a straight magnum, the skin is going to bow, right? And curve as opposed to go down straight and flat. If you're using a magnum that's too big, as that, as that magnum comes down, the two corner pins are actually going to create deeper, darker lines when you're using that mag than the center pins. Once again, because the skin is going to bow and stretch, right, as you're applying pressure. So the way to counter that is to actually go through and create a rounded or a curved mag. What this does is offset the bow in the skin from the pressure that you're exuding on it. And that evens out the tension so that you get accurate penetration across the board from the whole mag. Yep. Basically, in other words, in other words, the, the skin and the body is dimensional, right? It's got a round curve to the whole body. So like if you're using a flat, a large flat mag, it's gonna catch corners more than it is the actual even part of the mag, right? And if you don't believe any of this, easy way to show yourself it's true, take your arm, take your finger, push on part of the skin of your arm. Does it go down perfectly square? I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. If Why it does, you... you need to contact me right now and we need to call Guinness World Records because I need to document this because we are going to make a lot of money by putting you into a sideshow. Nice. <laughs> so why was this so important in the 90s? Oh, it changed the game. Think about tribal, right? Tribal tattoos. You're working with huge, dark black shapes, right? And tribal was one of those things where if you're doing a full sleeve of tribal, you don't want to use a seven mag for that. That's that. I mean, you could, but that would take so long to do. It would be impractical. So you wanted to use a bigger mag to kind of slam it in and slam it home, get it done. Um, you know, so the best way to do that was use a bigger mag, right? 19 yep. mag, 23 mag, you know, 35s. I have 49s at the studio just in case. 135s. Uh, <laughs> you know, but if you're using no, a mag that big, you have to have a radius on it. You literally have to. If you use a straight mag that's that wide, and by straight, I mean literally just straight across all the pins or even at the same contact point, you will literally just tear the person's skin apart. You need to distribute that pressure over an area that's curved. Otherwise, you're going to have dark marks along the sides and the middle is going to be super light. 
So it, that's kind of where it came from, from my knowledge, but I could be wrong. That's awesome. No, I've talked to Mark about it quite a bit from just hearing about him. And I just, it's really cool to see that type of innovator still innovating, which is really cool. He was on the Tattoo Weekly, like maybe a month ago, talking about some of the new things that he's working on. And he's constantly, he's not stuck in the past at all. He's always been ahead of the game, which is just really cool in hindsight to see, you know, where a series of ideas can change tattooing altogether, really. And, and look at what's happening now. People are taking that round magnum theory and they're, I mean, you can buy round mags from almost any company, right? Yeah. And he was the guy that actually did the research, did the homework, figured out just the right amount of curve to put on it. And that completely and totally changed the ball game for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yep. Mark Lascarbo at Needle Jig Tattoo Supply. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, he is a pretty straightforward dude, man. I met him at the uh, Paradise Gathering last, what was it, two years ago? And he was uh, very, very honest and, you know, very straightforward and stuff like that. Like, let's cut straight to the point. Let's cut straight to the meat of the thing and, like, discuss what it is that's going on here. You know what I mean? Yep. I really dig that. Speaking of, he had the needle jig meetup that Medusa, Jason, and I went to. And I believe... I don't know exactly how it works. I'll have to ask Gabe, but there were virtual passes to watch some of the seminars from there from like Tara Quinn, Aaron Williams had a fantastic presentation. That dude Mark's, is changing the world. Yeah. Aaron, will, let me pull up something from Aaron uh, while we're here. He So Aaron Williams owns Tatcom with his partner. Wow. Super smart. Super fucking smart guy. Not only smart, he's got the stuff that he's got the equipment to kind of bring the vision of all this stuff going on in his brain to reality. He, he commented on one of my Instagram posts lately, and I was just like, oh my God, a wizard <laughs> commented on my post. So, <laughs> so this here was posted, this is posted a few months ago. It's 3,000 frames per second. Now it's down to 30, I'm sorry, 30 frames per second. I had that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That. Radical. And he owns Catcom. What is it that he's demonstrating in that picture or in that video? It's just basically what the needle looks like when it penetrates. I don't know if this is in that silicone thing that he created. Jason, do you know if this is being, he's just. No, I think what he's doing there is taking a look at fluid tension. Fluid tension. And how the actual pigment is carried out to the tips of the pins from being held within the reservoir. Got so it. right there, that, that looks like a separate video where he's looking at the actual tension and the actual ink flow coming down the pins and the capillary action thus being incurred. Incurred. I concur. Good. That was way better than what I would have said. <laughs> there was another one that we watched. I guess you'd have to maybe watch the seminar, but he has that same lens looking at like a <clears throat> a mock skin sort of not skin but substance where he kind of lines and it goes straight across and you can see exactly what happens when the needle penetrates and what happens when it sucks it, it's just a cool process so again um the paradise or the uh needle jig northeast meetup and i believe then virtual tickets would be available still someone needs to do like a tattoo technology conference 
<laughs> like Jason, seriously, that's... to get all the vendors there, no tattooing involved, just like all the vendors, all the equipment manufacturers, all the innovators, all the machine builders, you know, all the people like that. Like a get science fair? Together. Yeah, pretty much. And let's take a look and see what all the latest and greatest tech that's coming out. That's is. a good idea, Jason. Like that would be unreal. It would be very small, very niche kind of thing. But I mean, we would literally draw tattooers from all over to are, just come and check out all the new products and all the new stuff coming out. Have you guys seen anything that is truly innovative come out recently? I just mm -hmm. found out that, that they actually make buttons that go onto the bottoms of mattresses to hold fitted sheets in place. Okay. All right. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, someone got the best idea ever. Uh, what if C-A-T really spelled dog, man? Yeah. I'm sorry. Was that not news? Was that not a new thing? Well, I don't know, but I do know another man who's completely innovative in the tech realm that I know you know, Jason. Um, maybe too, Medusa, Mr. Conan Lee. Yes. He actually has the. Okay, so he posted recently about the tattoo release forms app, but he also posted. Maybe you guys saw it about piercing release forms, which is pretty cool. Uh uh. Yeah, Conan's great. He's a definite innovator on that tech tech side of things this is his brother brandon oh very cool yep great picture they work out of indiana um but yeah that tattoo release forms app if you guys are not heard of it you can find it i know that march 2023 will have some big things coming so i'd love to talk with him and maybe have him on the tattoo weekly that's radical yep so that so should be in about a month so that thing is like what, like a universal kind of tattoo release form for people and shops. Uh, yeah, and they're tracking. Basically, it's just incredibly uh, resourceful. Oh, okay. Very rad. I don't know if that was the right way to describe it. Okay. Kind of some of the same thing. Oh, piercing release forms app. So if you guys are watching, they're looking for feedback and there is a link in this quick little uh link in their bio piercing release forms app so if you guys are watching and want to um, submit some of your input here's the place to do so man how crazy is the tattoo world now it's so awesome that you can do this kind of stuff now like on a, a network you know what i mean um i was just talking the other day somebody was asking me about equipment and how accessible it is and stuff like that like how much does it cost etc cetera, etc cetera. it's like it's so crazy to me that you used to only have a certain couple companies that you could order like powdered pigments from and like make your own inks and make your own needles and stuff like that and now it's just this whole whole connection this whole network of connection you know what i mean and all this resourceful information out there really oh yeah cool. we live in a crazy time in the tech innovation realm, Gabe has been incredibly innovated for decades, but lately with some of the stuff he's been working on um, with his management software, really takes, it could take your studio to the next level because a lot of times when you're thinking about, and I see this all the time everywhere about either burnout or 
too many incoming inquiries or you know stuff like that but he's created these this software that really allows you to communicate with customers um they're one box which is great so maybe gabe if he's listening can jump on and tell us a little bit about that yeah. i've used it for different things like the tattoo weekly or for reinventing the tattoo noose has used it um a lot of artists around buy companies all sorts of stuff it's a great way to manage your contacts So it just manages what, like your clientele information? Um, more so social media scheduling. Ah, gosh, management, cool. communications, your funnels. Oh, Jason, raspberries, strawberries. Uh, strawberries and blueberries today. Oh, I had blackberries and blueberries and bananas today. Ooh. When I was in Philadelphia, Derb Morrison, just, just something so small that he said, he's like, huh. I drink a smoothie every morning because, you know, it takes energy to break down that food. So I started just blending my fruit instead. And I've, for the last couple of weeks, it felt pretty, pretty good. Nice. <clears throat> you know, I love a good talk about some food and shit. Yeah, I would, um, I'd love to have your, uh, your buddy back on again. Zach? I feel like he could talk forever. Yeah, I just, he had a great presence and he was really passionate about what he does. He's a really good dude, man. Solid. Um, he really genuinely like invests himself into the information that he's like researching and giving, giving back to his clientele and stuff like that. And just people in general, you know what I mean? He's a yeah. solid, solid dude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very yeah. informative. Coach is Zach Turner. So also if anybody's watching um, in Ricardo's playlist on our YouTube channel, we have all the videos. You just basically look for the one that says Zach Turner and you can find some pretty good advice. Yeah, especially for people like in our positions where it's hard to break away from your clientele sometimes, you know what I mean? It's hard to take those breaks and everything like that. And it's, it's good to be prepared and have some food that's like easily accessible uh, that actually gives us energy rather than like pizza or anything like that, you know? Hey. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. I'm the same way, but like, it's very resourceful whenever you can like actually sit down and have a power bar or protein shake mixed up and put it in the fridge or something like that. Um, it's pretty radical. Yeah, or like something like this. Yeah, there you go. This is Brunswick exactly. stew. What is it? Brunswick stew. It's a soup that I grew up on. My mom made throughout my life. Brunswick stew, huh? Yep, stew in a cup, we'll say. That's awesome. Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha. Yep. Right, cool. Well, guys, we're coming up to the hour. I don't know if we want to go around and do a little sign off before we uh, break up today. Yeah, that'd be good. Jason? Hi. Who are you? <laughs> what do you do? Where are you from? Where do you oh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> hi, my name's Jason, and I'm addicted to tattooing. This this is the right meeting, right? Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. You're, you're tattoo addicts, yeah. just, tattoo just, addicts 101. Yeah. Um, so I run the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time uh, here out of Philadelphia. Um, I work at a studio called The Inkwell Tattoo in Southampton, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's a great little place. Stop on by. We're always taking new people. Uh, you can always reach me on Instagram at Philly Inc. P-H-I-L-L-Y-I-N-K. All one word, no spaces or underscores. Just all together. Um, I'm always down to talk about tattoos, tattooing, 
techniques, art, fine art, uh, Ricardo, um, you know, all the major topics. Awesome. (laughs) In a nutshell. (laughs) Lauren, you are the greatest. Thank you so much for hosting today. Thanks. I'll uh, probably give you a call later. I had some things I wanted to talk to you about. I'm in. Cool. Medusa. Hi, I'm Medusa. I uh, work as a tattoo artist in Portland, Oregon. You can find me at at Medusa Slays with three S's at the end um, and medusaslays.com. Medusaslays.com is just regular Medusa Slays. No extra S's. The Instagram thing, I don't know. There's another Medusa Slays on Instagram and she hasn't posted in like five years. Ugh. <laughs> don't follow her. She doesn't care. She doesn't care. She won't love you like I do. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right there. Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, also, I'm single. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Not for long. Jam. <laughs> yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I won't turn you to stone, but it may make you rock hard. <laughs> as you said that, literally, as you said that, Bruno commented, all you guys rock. Yeah, right. It's cosmic, man. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, if, it, if I need to introduce myself, I don't know. Lauren, uh, work with Reinventing the Tattoo, Needle Jig, uh, recently Worldwide Ink Magazine. So if you guys have any input, feel free to hit me up at lauren.worldwide. Yep. Hell yeah. Lauren Worldwide. 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 That is why it's called Worldwide, although I don't really have any um, plans to leave the country for a little bit. Although I would like to go to Amsterdam in September. Hell yeah. Why not June? Uh, there's so a buddy of mine, Gideon, um, he puts on the Amsterdam tattoo convention and I've been to so many conventions here in the U S that I've That's really been June. attracted. It's uh, the one that he's doing is in September. Oh, uh, I'll have to, we'll talk yeah, about that. Take a look, send me a link to it. <clears throat> sure. Cause I might be going in June. So June. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's talk. But yeah, Ricardo. Uh, hey guys, yeah, for sure. Um, my name is Ricardo Sturdivant, and uh, thank you guys for joining Tuesday Feelings uh, with me again this morning. Um, everybody who gets up early, Medusa, uh, Jason, Lauren, thank you guys so much for being here with me. Um, Lauren, I can't tell you how much it means that you've dedicated this much time and effort into all the technology side of this show. Uh, I couldn't do it without you, like literally. Um, Jason, Lisa, my man. Uh, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here right now. Um, I'm so thankful that I've jumped in on that show with you and Bruno uh, and met all the wonderful people that I have throughout these past couple of years. I can't thank you enough. Um, I did want to take a moment and say that I will probably be taking a step back from these shows for a little while. Um, I might be jumping in every once in a while to kind of just like chit chat and catch up with everybody and stuff like that. I always stay in contact with all of you guys. Um, But for now, I am going to bow out gracefully uh, and say thank you very much for all the effort and everything that you guys have done for me. Um, I couldn't have done this without you. I've come out of my shell in so many different ways. um, And I don't think it could have been done without this process, without this this, uh, reinventing the tattoo uh, social media part of our lives right now. So thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate you, all of you.
and from everyone at reinventing i know i speak for everybody thank you so much ricardo this has been an incredible experience i'm not sure what episode we're on but we've been doing this for 75 we've been doing this and i've spent hundreds of hours probably with you and it's just just really cool to have that experience have that connection and yeah looking forward to working with you more in the future awesome thank you very much lauren all right, everybody, um, we'll see you later. I guess the next thing we have going on is a Tattoo Now show on Wednesday. So take care. Happy Valentine's Day. Peace, guys. Happy Valentine's Day.